Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 43. I am in Australia. In fact, I'm in Sydney with Heather Porter, but not just Heather, a whole bunch of other people because we're doing a live podcast in front of a whole range of awesome people. Let's hear it. <laughs> hey, Heather. How you doing? Hey, Andrew. Hey, guys. This is really cool because we just did one of these like uh, about a month ago in Melbourne when we were doing our fireside chat there. And here we are in Sydney right in front of a beautiful group of business owners. And guess what? We're doing the on-the-spot little session again where we have them come up and grill us. Yes. Now, we often do a what did you learn this week? in our podcast, but I'm going to turn the tables and I'm going to ask our first guest what they learnt today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, she says. So, welcome to our podcast. Your name is? I'm Carrie Norley. And where are you from? I'm from Sydney. Yeah. And, did you want to know my... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and my business is Living a Lime Life. I'm just starting it. You living a Lime Life? A living a Lime Life. Awesome. And you can find me on Facebook. Yay. Perfect. So, what did you learn today? Uh, that actually everything is easier than it seems. Cool. And my favorite thing is, since I'm starting on Facebook, that I can put a landing page onto Facebook and capture people's details and build a list without a website. Awesome. It is very cool. And it's not that hard, is it? No, it's really easy. There you go. All you need are the tools. (laughs) So, Kerry, welcome to our podcast. What is your question for us and how can we help you with your online marketing? Well, since I'm going to be going onto Facebook, I would like to know um, what's the best way to stand out from the crowd? And I ask the question because my business is quite holistic and incorporates so many different modalities um, to help balance your life. So how do you take all of that and put it into one place, like one small, succinct message to stand out from everybody else. I don't want to just seem like a woo-woo person. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Look, one thing you said is a small, succinct message. And when you're dealing with anything online, small, simple, and succinct is best. Be yourself, number one. Absolutely be yourself. If you're quirky, be quirky. If you're funny, be quirky. What silly words do you use? Do you swear? Swear. You know, honestly, <laughs> it is who you are. Just put out there all, all over to the world. So you really want to be yourself. I always say to people, don't go shopping around on Facebook to try and be like another page. Because then suddenly you get so freaking twisted around and confused that you don't even know who you should be anymore. So don't even look. Just be yourself. And when you are doing the post, simple. What's the one little takeaway that you want somebody to get from your Facebook, you know, from whatever you're doing on your Facebook? What would you say? Yeah, the other thing is, what makes you different than other people? Why would people want to listen to you rather than all of the other people that are doing something similar? So how can you stand out? How can you have your USP, your unique mm. selling proposition? What is, what is it that's different than other people that is going to say, hey, this person is who I want to align myself with rather than everybody else. 
Because you use green, right, is one of your living a lime life. Which green is one of your big colors. So perhaps to stand out, you would use green. Like, you know, have you seen the photos where they're all black and white and there's an accent color in them? Mm -hmm. Maybe you do green in, as an accent color. Maybe you have like a little lime that you put on all your photos. So just be thinking, you know, what is it the thing that I want to stand out with? Is it an emotion? Is it sort of the lime color? And then use that throughout everything you do. Kind of telling a story, you know, you're bringing characters into your story mm -hmm. and then, um, you know, keeping them from there. I think that's a big part of it too. Your story is you. People, people buying into you. The products could probably be the same as a lot of other products out there, but people will buy into you and they buy into your story. So how does your story differ than other people's stories? Why is your story going to be more aligned to them than other people? So, and, and what we're finding in, on, online now is story is massive. It's, it's, it's um, the, the people that are doing, doing really well have got a story around their brand because people are buying into that whole story rather than just the benefits or the point, bullet points that they offer as a service. So two questions come from that. The first is about story. Can I ask them both? Hmm? Yeah. Um, you said like with the About Me page. Yep. On Facebook, there must be some sort of way to have an About Me page that tells the story well so that they get yep. it without yeah. being, you know, all over the place. Yep. Funnily enough, and it's called the About page. <laughs> <laughs> and two, if you want to give away something on this landing page that I can now create on Facebook, what would be the best thing to give away on Facebook? Those are my two questions. Okay. Good. What is the what is something of value to your audience that they would say I really need that, whatever it is that I'm giving away. Mm -hmm. Is it an ebook? It may be an ebook in your in your industry. Although we, we talked about ebooks being out of date, there are some industries that ebooks are still in date, and it's the best thing. But what is it that your industry are looking for? Is it is it a free consultation for a 15 minute phone call? Is it a diagram it, perhaps on how to move simple things around your house to get profound results? Yeah. Okay. It could be something like a blueprint, the 10 um, most important aspects of feng shui in your house, if that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So what is, it that, what is it that you have in your head, knowledge, that people want and they're willing to give you their email address for to get onto your list so they can get what it is that you've got? And as we close with you, the, the key thing is this. What is the thing you say to people when they're like, wow, and their physiology and their eyes light up and they change mm -hmm. and they shift? That's what you want to give away. It's that wow that you get from the client. To just dive into that a little deeper and see how you can package that as a freebie. Yeah. Think back, think back to a time when you helped somebody and you saw their eyes light up when they realized, wow, this is something different than I hadn't got. Had and what was it that, that you that, that created and used that as maybe if that's, if that's somebody who likes this sort of thing, then maybe other people would like that too. Exactly. Okay. That's it for you. Thank Karen. you. Let's hear it for all right, so our next victim, I mean our next, <laughs> our next person is coming up to the microphone. Hello. Hello. What's your name? My name's Kathy Colgan. I'm from Canberra in Australia, and my website is notdeadyettravel.com. I love that, man. What do you do? Yeah. Well, <laughs> she takes that is the question. Missions, missions I, <laughs> I wish. Um, no, I... Um, I like to travel. Sure. Okay. So, and I also like to travel. My sister likes to travel, and we live in two different countries. She lives in the UK. I live here. So every so often we meet up and we go on a trip, and we've kind of done some things in the last few years where we've walked the Inca Trail. We've, I climbed Kilimanjaro a year or so ago. I've been to Nepal, and we're just about to go into the Everest Base Camp walk. 
we're going to go in December and we're meeting up again to go off. So blogging is not an issue. Like we have plenty of stuff, I think, to talk about and we do separate trips. She um, travels for her job. Uh, she's a motoring journalist and I also travel for mine. I'm a, a sustainability consultant. Okay. Yep. So um, the issue, the question I'd like to address or talk to you about is the issue of providing value with, with your website but also monetizing your website. What for people in the early stages of development of a website, that I think that's qu- quite a crucial issue because you don't necessarily come with a product that is, you know, an all singing, all dancing course or something. What you're coming with, I suppose, is lots of experience and things that you would like to tell people. But also, how do you kind of stay in business, mm-hmm. basically? Mm-hmm. So I wondered if you had any thoughts on that. I'll, I'll start. So start small. Again, it's it's those sure. little steps first. You know, we've seen people that sell webinars or sell even sort of bonus blog posts for $7 a pop. So a good place to start with is maybe a blog post. And then at the end of the blog post, you can say, do you really want to know like the tools around this or discounts around this or where you can go to get this yeah. deal? $7, here's my PayPal button. I'm going to give you not only a video on how to use it and do it, but also the places to go, a cheat sheet, whatever it is. So start by just getting comfortable with the concept of asking for permission to sell yes. and giving a lot of content, but then what's the next step? It's asking for money. And just small increments to get initially get yourself going. Okay. Do you think that um, advertising or affiliate programs or that kind of stuff, do you think that has value? I mean, you obviously don't want to plaster your website with million things that people can click on and you know all stuff but I I did wonder about obviously writing reviews I think of things that I've used things that for example I bought a a thing that sterilized water Mm -hmm. well that was all very well but when you got to really cold temperatures like mountain stream water I went to Nepal last year and climbed this mountain and um, the thing just stopped working I mean it was just too cold it said no thank you I'm I'm out of here Mm -hmm. and so that ended up being quite a difficult thing because then I had to go around and I should have had a backup plan, did not have a, a very good backup plan, so I had to go around borrowing tabs and, you know, to sterilise water and stuff like that, so it was a nuisance. Mm. But that kind of thing is actually quite useful to know, particularly if you're about to invest, you know, X number of dollars on Amazon to buy the latest all-singing, all-dancing yeah. steriliser and the thing doesn't work, well, you know. I think you touched on it there. You've got a lot of experience travelling. You've got a lot of um, cool ways to get around. It's not just travel, but... You've got a lot of tips in your head. You, you know you've been down that path. That's a great example of it. Yep. Um, this is the sort of stuff that people want to know. Like you, could, you can start bottling this. You, you know what, it, what are the best ways to get around Nepal sure. like on a train or what are the best tips on a train. But you could package it all as a... Um, there's a lot of people that want to go and climb Everest and you've done it or you've done all that sort of stuff. What are the, best, what are the numbers? What are the phone numbers of people you could call because, you know, contacts and that mm. sort of stuff is a big thing too. People don't know where to they don't know where to go, but who do they even call or how do they get sure. in contact with these people? So you can start using your little Rolodex of people as well for information. So you can start saying, mm. I'm going to give you the contact number of my insurance people. If you, you download or buy my, buy my thing, you're not only going to get uh, this, this and this, but you're also going to get the contact numbers of my insurance people. The direct number for the tour guide that I use when I go to Nepal. And this is why he's good, because he does this, this, and this. So all of a sudden, that becomes valuable, because you've already done the hard work and done all the training, or you've done the searching for the right person. Now you've got the right person. 
how much time did it take you to find that right person? You're about to save that much time for somebody else. Mm. Mm. I just want to say one more thing too before we wrap up with you. You said something about affiliates and I think this is a really important point I want to bring up. People often struggle on where do I put affiliate banners which is to promote somebody else's product. How do I work that in? Mm. You don't want to put them in your sidebar in every single page because first of all you're giving way too many options and you're actually giving people permission to leave your site before it's a controlled space. Whereas if you do a blog post you're doing a review of say three products and then you say, my recommendation is this one, this is why, then you only have one affiliate link from there. You have just done the selling, and then you're sending them off when you want them to send off. Very good. Now, that's a great idea. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. All right. Hello, next guest. And who is this? Hi there. I'm Pauline Martin-Brooks, and I'm very excited about launching uh, my site, savemetime.com.au, and savemetime.com. Um, I, I got so much value out of your uh, presentation today, so thank you very much. Right. Thank you. Um, a big point for me was the you get what you pay for when it comes to hosting and how you can be kicked off if someone else you know, is uh, spamming in that way. Yeah. Um, So my question today is, look, time is our most important resource and yet people waste it constantly because they don't have systems. So my site is literally my my life work of creating systems in everything that I do. Um, So my big question to you guys is, what would be a good ethical bribe? For systems. Yeah. Let's just start, uh, before we go there, who is your market? That's such a great question, Heather. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone who's time poor. Are they entrepreneurs or are they in corporate? Uh, probably entrepreneurs, I think, is, is more the space that I would be leading towards. If they're an entrepreneur, are they just starting or how many years in business? Uh, they're probably wearing lots of hats, so I'd say they've been in business for maybe at least five years. Okay, good. What I'm doing, by the way, is a chunk down exercise when you just keep asking, then what, then what, then what? And we should go a lot deeper, but, and, and you know, for lack of time. So what we're then looking at is if we're talking to an entrepreneur who's been in business for a couple of years, probably is a lot of staffing issues perhaps, outsourcing, trying to scale. They're probably in a stage of scaling that we would know very well. So then, then you start to look at what do they want, right? They yep. need help with probably scaling a business. So what tools around scaling a business and time can you offer maybe a tutorial on how to use one, like a, a, we love time trade, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, something like a tutorial around that. Yeah, cool, because I was thinking maybe even a cheat sheet around sort of Odesk or how to put, you know, how to put up a certain requirement. Um, one of the things that we've been doing for joint ventures, for instance, is uh, actually giving the spec to somebody on Odesk and saying, find these people. So mm-hmm. then all, as a business owner, all we have to do is call those people. Mm-hmm. We don't have to spend time yep. finding them. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you like creating systems oh my god i love creating systems do you think there's other people out there who hate creating systems yes yeah. <laughs> there's a few people out here already right apparently i don't i don't get it but yeah apparently. so so let me ask this and ask the live people the live audience if uh if you were to get a a blueprint or something on how to learn how to love creating systems they're going to save you time would that be interesting to you yes. yeah yes. see so you can just ask people, like, think about this. You're, you live in systems. You deal with it. That's your life. Um, what comes naturally to you doesn't come naturally to a lot of other people. 
systems are either you're good at them and you like them or you hate them and don't want to know about them but you know you need them because it's going to save you a whole bunch of time so you just need to look at get out of your own head and say okay i'm good at that there, is there anyone else that would like to know how to do this and there's already people saying yes yeah great you know so you could say well here's the 10 10 top reasons why you need to love systems even if you hate them or how do i how do i show people how to use basic systems that will get them time back off an hour a day yeah. give get back an hour a day how to get back an hour a day with these three systems cool so all of a sudden you're giving them not not a monetary value but a time value which is often is much more than the monetary value because no one else can we can't have more time than anybody else we've all got the same amount that's right so come up with something that people want and they want their time back how can you give them time back show them three systems or two systems seven systems whatever you want that they can implement by the end of your report or the end of the week that they can say I want it how do I yeah, get it awesome. I saw something too the other day where speaking of systems there's this, somebody that in kind of in your space was training they did a tutorial video on how to use a project management system mm -hmm. and it was so good that at the end and of course they had their affiliate link yes. this is the yeah. opt-in but they're actually selling directly from their opt-in using their affiliate link as well Yeah. so it's a good space for you too especially training people in systems You all these software platforms have affiliate links so it's kind of you know handy cool that's right exactly thank you all right. Anything Good. Else? Anything else? Any other questions? Uh, I was just going to say around monetizing it. I read a link the other day, and it was something like 55 ways to make money out of your website. Um, mm -hmm. But probably what are your top three that you can think of? Um, I would say you create, create your little report. Create your report straight off the bat so you're selling to people, a hungry audience. Mm -hmm. um, upsell. So when we said earlier, all the pages, all the thank you pages, always upsell into something else. Don't be scared to actually sell a product. Like, if you're giving a bonus away, you could say, would, just for an additional $7, $10, would you also like like an MP3 to supplement this? Mm -hmm. So use all your thank you pages to upsell, because yeah. um, they're already you know warm and happy to be there. Yeah. And the last one would be affiliates. Go to all these tools you're gonna show people, and then do review, give an affiliate link, and say, I recommend Time Trade, here's my affiliate link. Yeah. Here, I recommend Basecamp, here's an affiliate link. Because all these have cost to them, the, pre the premium, versions you could even do a review of premium versus free yep. why, would, why would you go premium i recommend premium because it's only 50 dollars a month mm -hmm. you put your affiliate link in and you get 10 dollars a month from it from each person that signs up so i would uh, all these there's a whole bunch of online tools that you can use for this sort of stuff have affiliate links yeah and um, i have to say one more because i'm just excited here yeah so there's a guy that we all know named james shramko who's one of our mentors and here's what he did in his email signature which mm -hmm. is freaking powerful he put, this is why I switched from this platform to Office Autopilot. It's a link to a blog post, which is a review about Office Autopilot. And now he makes 3000 a month, last we talked, in just affiliate commissions, just from adding a signature into his email saying, wow. this is why I switched from this to this. Wow. So when you're using systems for busy professionals, you can even use that in your emails. This is why I use this versus this. Yeah, great, excellent. Um, and just one other thing, around uh, videos, I wanna create like little 60 second videos, because obviously I can't do a four minute video on a save me time <laughs> site, right? So it's 60 seconds tops. Um, would you recommend getting sort of like, I'm kind of thinking like anime, or something like that rather than you know just constant videos of me for instance depends on depends on what your audience want you can you can get those done up you can get slideshows with music over the top or if you can um, if you can if you like talking in front of camera and you're and you're 
interesting, then people are going to want to watch you anyway. Yeah. But if it's only a minute, it's only a minute. It's not too long. Yeah, okay. You know, so cool. it depends on what, how you feel. <laughs> yeah. If we had a video, we could show what she just did. But exactly. Just special, podcast, might yeah. add. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for the live audience. Sorry, That's guys. Right. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Thanks. That's cool. it for Pauline. Thanks, guys. All right. Next yeah. guest. Hello. Hi. Hello. What's your name and where are you from? I feel like my name's dating shows yeah. on TV, blind date or whatever. Uh, I'm Ruth and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm from Wollongong, which is just outside of Sydney, for those that, that don't know it. And my business is Business Results Catalyst, uh, where I'm an outsourced BDM for business owners who are too busy or don't have the inclination to learn business development strategies and implement them. And there's lots of those around, yes. right? Oh, a few. <laughs> yes. So question, what do you want to know today? Well, I've had a business going for a few years and kind of gradually morphed through a lot of online things, um, but kind of starting again with a bit of a different incarnation. And so there is so much to do, there are so many cool things, and I've kind of dabbled in a, in a few of them. And I guess for me it's how how do you recommend that people get started, or in my case, started again? Is there kind of a step-by-step -step that you take people through where to start in all of this cool stuff? Wing it. <laughs> no, Good, I was on the right track. <laughs> make it until you make it. Fake until you make it. Start by asking your market what they want, and what I mean by that is literally asking people around you, what do you need help with? What do you want to know about? Um, look, there's still Google, you can still use the keyword, now it's called Keyword Planner, right? The planner tool? Not, it's not called yeah, Keyword not the Tool It's not the anymore. Keyword yeah. Tool anymore. Yeah. But in, in Google, you can go in and, and just Google Google Keyword Tool and it'll redirect you to where you're meant to be. And you can actually see the keywords people are using, as you know, to search for it, things in your space. And then literally start out with a pretty basic website and write like 10 blog posts based on the keywords that you're seeing in Google and based on what people are telling you that they actually want to learn. You don't need to be tricky or, or reinvent the wheel because the whole market is out there already telling you exactly what they need help with because they're Googling it and they're looking for it. You just create it. I think that's a big point because going and creating a product because you think the market wants it is going to be wrong. I've done that before. A lot of people have done it before. <laughs> yeah. They think that oh, it's a really good idea, I'm going to go and do it. And they build, they spend six months or more building this product and getting a logo and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and then they go to push it out there and like, no one wants it. Why, why can't I understand? It must be the logo. And they go and change the logo. <laughs> but the actual fact is that no one wants a product because it's a not needed product. So find out, do the, 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 the least amount of work possible to find out what is it that people want. And then when you find out a pain, have an answer to that pain. When, yeah. you, can, mm -hmm. when you can solve that pain, people would start walking in the door and saying, we want that. You've mm -hmm. got the answer to my pain. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want it. So start basic website, just start posting just content start. and just... just have a look at what the pain there. is and then start um, just start answering some of the pain points on your website. Mm -hmm. First couple of blog posts, look, look for the pain and answer the pain. Even if you don't have a product yet, get it up there, but get a landing page. <laughs> Get up a landing page and say, um, get get make up a make up a make up a sexy title of something you're going to do, even if you haven't done it. Don't wait till you've done it. Even just mm -hmm. go and say, get on now, get on the early bird list, start getting people into the list. See and when you interested. and when you launch it, 
when you well, there's a, there's another point. You can put up a landing page. Yeah, yeah. If so no one signs up, then don't go yeah. and create a product that yeah. no one wants. Yeah, create it after they come in. Mm-hmm. And I guess one more thing too, we've seen this a lot where people want the perfect copy and content all over their website and it's like a year later and they still don't have a website up because they're so focused on the words and the about page or what the form looks like on the contact page. Where You see us sitting up here doing a live podcast totally unscripted. You know what? The, the internet world is so forgiving. And it's so forgiving because it moves so fast. Mm. And you just have conversations with people and you just go and start somewhere. I'm probably the opposite way from that in that I just go and start doing a whole heap of stuff. So mm-hmm. I guess it's more, step step. you know, stra- strategy, be strategic or just kind of go and see see what happens as mm. much as anything. Yeah. Well, at least you're doing something. At least yes, doing something. There's other people that will plan it and, and they are planning, planning, planning. They haven't even left home base. Yeah. They haven't even started. They're the clients I end up working with because <laughs> I push them. <laughs> that's right. Cool. Perfect. Good. All right. Does that answer your question? That answers my question. Yeah, yeah that's your Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, I think we've got time for one more. One more. One more. We, we need some uh, mail, mail activity over the side of the <laughs> microphone. Hello. Hi. It sounds like a mail to me. It does. <laughs> hey, what's your name? My name's Joseph with an F. Joseph with an F. Yeah, I'm different. Different. <laughs> where, where are you from, Joseph? Uh, I'm uh, from Sydney, uh, and I am struggling to come up with the right URL for our business. And uh, I already have a URL, which is accentmanagement.com.au, mm-hmm. but it's. Uh, it, I used to have a website, but it's been taken down. So your, your biggest problem is coming up with a title or a, a, uh, well, a domain name for you well, yeah, well, yeah a, a URL that reflects what, what, what it is that mm-hmm. we do uh, so we get found by the right people in the search engines yeah. uh, but also uh, building the marketing funnel to attract sure. mm-hmm. uh, corporates whereas most people are uh, trying to sell corporates to become entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. take what they know uh, into their own business we're actually looking for corporates to grow their organisation, so we're really after CEOs okay. and top-level okay, general managers. Yeah, you that. Okay, URLs don't really matter anymore because if you're thinking about how people find you online, is through your googling, is through blog posts, is through social media, LinkedIn. In your case, probably they're going to most likely click on a link to get there and go into the page. Rather, so many people are not typing URLs in anymore to go to homepages of websites. And in the past, there used to be a trend where you use keywords in the URL, which has just gone out the window. It no longer matters anymore. So shorter URLs are great. You know, look at people like Google.com. There's plenty of companies reinventing the wheel and having their own words. So short one-word URLs are always, you know, perfect. People are going to find you based on the content you create and clicking on links that are delivered all over the internet that way, not through your URL. Yeah, I wouldn't get hung up on the URL. Just pick something, doesn't matter, call it. Something, something marketing, Sydney, or whatever you want to call it. But then the real value is going to be the content you're delivering. So you've got all these different subtopics, change management and so on and so on, leadership. Do talk about that in your content on your site. And people are going to start finding you from the content you're delivering rather than a name that they're going to type into the to Google search bar. Google don't care about that as much as they used to anymore. Um, it's a, it's a, in, the, in the scheme of search, it's this big. In, in your space as well, because you're dealing with professionals, um, setting an industry standard is going to be really important. So you can do that through creating a white paper where you research what's going on in the space of leadership and come up with statistics 
and package that up and then deliver it in video form or as a white paper. And then suddenly you're this company that is actually defining what leadership is. So think in terms of what your market is wanting. They're going to want the statistics and the credibility versus probably the warm and fuzzy, more fluffier stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. the difficulty we're having is actually finding what is the questions that they would be looking for. What, what, are, they, what are they going to be Googling when they're looking for what we have? Have you ever asked them? Have you ever just found... Well, well that, that, yeah, that, that's, that's what I was looking to create, a, uh, some sort of survey and yep. put it up maybe on LinkedIn. And, yep. uh, or just go to LinkedIn look for groups, what, what the group topics are. You know, um, survey's not necessarily what people answer. Just find what's already happening with a lot of traffic. Magazines and Amazon, yeah. um, go to business and podcasts and iTunes. What are people actually already talking about? Because that means there's a market. Mm. You can get some topics and ideas from there. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 it, it does. Uh, it's. I, I I'm still not convinced that that's going to get us the right people because when we've looked at those sort of groups, they're sort of groups that are talking about things like Six Sigma and uh, SAP and those, and they. That's not really the market that we're after. We're after a higher level. Mm-hmm. Call them up and say, "Can I buy you a coffee?" Mm. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking of running a workshop or uh, yeah. setting up a uh, mastermind group. Uh, yeah, that sort just of thing. Get in front yeah. of them first and find yeah, out. What yeah, you want. ask them. Just basically ask them what is it that you're looking for. What is it that we can help you with? What's your pain point so we can help you solve that pain? Yeah. Point? Or can I interview you about your views on leadership? Everyone likes to be interviewed. You know, yeah. seriously, it's a little yeah. twist. Yeah. And in the subject line of your email, can I interview you? And then they're going to think, are you media? Who are you? Yeah. you know, and then it'll open the door. Right, okay. Record it. That's Ask them this, this, the questions idea. you want. You've recorded it. Then it's either content for you later or it's um, advice and uh, research that you're looking for. And they're going to open up on a more of a better level than if you gave them a survey to fill in, fill in the blanks. Yeah. What does leadership mean to you? People aren't going to sit there and type no, it in. No, they're not. But if you sit on an interview, I'm like, okay, now you've been a leader for seven years and you've done this and Validate this and this. Them. What does that mean to you? And they'll just start talking. Yeah. And that's the information you're going to get. Floodgates all of a sudden, open. you're going to say, what's your biggest pain point in your business? And he's going to say, blah, 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 blah. In mm. terms of management, what's the biggest problem? And he'll give you an answer. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow. And you get three or four interviews that give you the same sort of answer. There is your product. There's your information pack. Or there's that thing that you can start saying right now. Here are the people we're targeting. Right. Okay. There you go. Right. Awesome. And that's Good. a wrap, I believe. That's it for Joseph. Thank, Thank you, Joseph. Yeah. Thank you. Wonderful. All right. So that's our podcast now. If you're looking for the transcripts. Oh, yes, the transcripts. You can head on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. And you can not only get the show notes that we have for this episode and actually learn a little bit more about our special guest today, but you can sign on up for uh, to be alerted of our upcoming episodes and get access to bonus transcripts. That's right. And uh, thank you for our Sydney audience. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. 
or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.